0: Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is
1: compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances.
2: 610 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia back with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls 1 800 283 101.5 lot to get to yes i'll answer all the relevant questions about my daughter's wedding uh but first dan i gotta talk to you about the snow line 12 inches to nothing yeah
3: yeah, it's one of those kinds uh, of storms. I don't like this storm. If like, I could just throw that out there. <laughs> You've got that look on your face like, this is not going to be an easy one. I have that look on my face for two reasons. Number one, this storm has gone back and forth so many times yeah. from snowy to wet, and we're back on a snowier, colder yeah. solution now. Uh, I also have this face because I stayed up to watch the end of the Super Bowl last night. Uh, Fully knowing that I wanted to get to work early this morning at like two thirty to, to get started, so
2: I'm a little tired this morning. I got it. I bit. got it. So yeah. where? So the line you're saying is more of a west east line, or is it a north south line? No, it's both? kind
3: of that classic line. You know, that snowy corner of the state, north of seventy eight, west of two eighty seven. That's going to yep. be the sweet spot. Coldest temperatures, heaviest like, snow bands. Could be a foot. I wow. mean, some models go even higher, but there's a lot of challenges to getting that high. We need to see some serious cooling tonight because there's a good chance that everybody starts as rain as this Got thing it. moves in. I mean, we're going to be close it was to warm 50 this degrees. weekend. Exactly
2: worked out. From so here in Vermont, it was like we had we had 50 degrees. Fantastic. Ah, it, was, um, it was unbelievable.
3: But that presents a quite a challenge for yeah. forecasting snow. Exactly when that transition is going to happen? And you know, I, I wrote about it all weekend. I talked about it all weekend. And my biggest concern is. Still, tomorrow morning's commute. We're going to be right in the middle of a transition from rain to snow as the heaviest bands of stuff come into play. So right. it could get really messy. It's going to be like this snowy surprise as things change over all of a sudden as temperatures are dropping. Bad timing for that to happen during a... Oh, during so this
2: could community. be a mess even if you're not getting even if you're a ton not getting of accumulation. Foot, even
3: if it's only three inches of snow, that yeah. is plenty to mess up your ride to workers. What do you
2: tomorrow. think in Ocean, Monmouth County?
3: Hardly anything. Okay. Um, once you get south of 195, there could be a little bit of snow yeah. on the back end of this thing. But uh, that's a pretty good dividing line for, like, not being concerned about uh, snowfall. And
2: nothing until late tonight. I've got a couple events tonight uh, being Lakewood for a series of events.
3: I think it's going to be mainly, if not all, rain through at least okay. midnight tonight. It's once we hit daybreak tomorrow morning. I think that's when, you know, all bets are off. Yeah. Stuff hits the fan. And it's go time for a return of wintry
2: weather. Got it. it all right, Jan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It is winter. <laughs> yeah. It is February. Morning, Eric. It is good to be back. Yeah, so I back. I did not watch the game last night.
1: Uh, I went to bed before the halftime show. No kidding. So I woke up this morning, and uh, I'm glad I didn't stay up because I would have been irritated by the outcome, and I didn't win any money anyway.
2: So you didn't win. But yeah. So yeah, I, I just I, I saw so the only thing I saw uh, I saw the clip of uh, Travis Kelsey uh, essentially chest bumping. The coach on the sideline, yes, Coach Reed. That yeah. seemed uh, wildly inappropriate. But he, uh, looking at the clips this morning, he seems like a guy on a roid rage. You're I mean, right? <laughs> You're not the first person that said
1: that. Wow, I mean, you know,
2: he he's got uh, a temper. He's got some anger management <laughs> yeah. issues, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I was, I just wasn't interested. We had it on, so there were some glimpses of it, but just generally, it seemed like from everything I've, I've seen, boring until the end of the game couple uh, of field goals yeah, and,
1: I mean Sandra and I got more enjoyment watching the puppy Bowl with the dogs than we did you know trying to watch the first
2: well half I of the, I the was ball. thinking that the uh Nickelodeon version with SpongeBob would have actually been more entertaining <laughs> until you find out that it wasn't like this rebel take on it right CBS owns all of it yeah. so it was they just goofed it up yeah I mean they it just was goofed it up,
1: right yeah. and they've done that and, and it's um <laughs> I mean it's like okay whatever yeah i just had zero interest in this game None. yeah
2: yeah None. i um it would not not local i mean there were a couple of jersey guys yeah yeah Pachenko
1: was a is is a yeah. jersey guy you know and, and it's if there's it wasn't enough for me to root for kansas city but i mean it, it i love to see jersey guys go yeah. on you know to great success in the in the nfl and the
2: the young kid the quarterback for the 49ers it just seems like this nice normal kid well, and he is. it seems like he belongs in the NFL. Well,
1: and well, <laughs> normally where he was drafted. That's why they call him Mister Irrelevant. He literally was the last right. player chosen <laughs> in the draft. And here he is, yeah. starting a Super Bowl. Pretty cool. Um that Brady was, a was great picked story. like that. Brady was picked way way low in the last not round. His, he, But not his rookie season. No, true, you know, true. he didn't start his rookie season and he was I mean he wasn't literally, the they do profiles on the last guy that was picked every yeah. year and that's why they call him Mr. Irrelevant because it's at that point of the draft it's considered to be a throwaway pick, right. one that you know and they never make teams. Right? And, you know, here you go from literally the last yeah. to, you know, starting, starting quarterback. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yep.
2: I know there were some prop bets on uh, the wedding. I'll, uh, I will answer many of the questions after traffic and weather, which is next. Six twenty one Six twenty one on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Back with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Dan, real quick question on the weather um, yes, with sir. that snow line. If you're driving in and out of New York City tomorrow... What are you thinking for the river crossings?
3: You're going to be right in the middle of that transition, as we talked about during the uh, during yeah. the commute. So I, I think that could get pretty pretty tricky and treacherous sometime in the four a.m. to eight a.m. time frame. Oh, so for we'll our truck drivers out there, exactly. Stay Just tuned. Perfect.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dan. Yep. So, Kristen, I I am back.
4: Yes, it was awesome.
2: Back. Thank you. Beautiful was, pictures. Thanks. It was uh, what a spectacular event. Like the kids were happy Jody and I were so proud of them it was just it was an yeah. awesome event and great weather oh my god it was god smiled on the weather there was no oh, doubt about it i mean good. it was it was 48 to 52 like it was just oh, wow. nice yeah oh, in vermont in, in yeah. february bright sun that's Amazing. great it was a little cold outside taking pictures yeah. on the uh, wedding day on friday okay but uh, yeah it was awesome it that's, was awesome
4: that's great and like i said the pictures Thanks. So beautiful. Yeah, Thanks. Elizabeth looked great.
2: So I know you want to know if I cried.
4: Yes, we all do. We, we, we talked about we're, it on Friday. Let me ask
2: you this. Where were the bets? Where did most of the bets go?
4: So it, 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 we were wondering when you were going to cry. It wasn't a matter of ah, if you were going to cry. It was,
2: it was when are you going to cry? Although I think Dennis Malloy bet that I would not.
4: He was the only one. He was the only one. He was the only one. That's so, because
2: he challenged whether or not I was even Italian because well, of how, you know, how Elizabeth and I are. Right. Um, all right. Yes, I did. I knew it. I, I knew
1: did. it.
2: And, and it was, but it, but it's the when. Right. The not walking Elizabeth down the aisle. Okay. That was awesome, Eric actually. That them. was,
4: oh, did Eric was bet that? Eric, Eric thought oh, when you walked her down the sorry, aisle. Sorry, Eric, yeah. you lose. What did you bet? Uh, when you did your uh, dance with her. That's what no. I was thinking.
2: No? No. Let me tell you, it, totally unexpected. Well, I was choked up at the rehearsal. Okay. When they went through the vows and the whole like that mm-hmm. was a little, we were Jody and I were both choked up. I don't know if that counts though. It was the maid of honor. Okay. Her speech, her toast. Really? Yeah. It was just very personal, and it yeah. was
4: yeah. Well, so you know unexpected. the maid of
2: honor. Yeah, right? of course, and okay. and and it was yeah. It's Elizabeth's friend Charlotte, who I mean they grew up together, like yeah. they knew each other since second grade. Okay. So to hear the stories, like you, she walked through them growing up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, that must have been really done. tough Done. I was for done. <laughs> all of a sudden, people are looking to pretend there's a tear coming there was down. I'm like, no, tear. there's a tear. Wow. Yeah, it really Bill happened. Spadia. Yeah, Look how about that?
4: Is. Please that... tell me there's a picture or a video. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Well, <laughs> we're waiting for the formal pictures. There there are no candids that I saw okay. of that because all attention was on sure, of course. the kids, which was great, but it was awesome. And uh, Charlie's best man, Xavier, gave a great speech. Like, it was just, it was great it was yeah. it was emotional um but it was a classy event right
4: absolutely yeah it was fun yeah. we had a lot oh, of fun food was so nice. food was over the top well that was the other bed, oh my god you gonna cry when the food comes out
2: but you know I, 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 almost I, close, I, I cried right? when the food yeah. was gone when the appetizer stopped it was just <laughs> charlie went through it and, i mean they were meticulous picking the food so we've got a lot of leftover cheese
4: oh what are you gonna make
2: I don't know. It's a good question. It's, it's definitely going to be a combined mac and cheese by the right. end of the week. So they've got it all with them. They're com- so Elizabeth comes back for a day Thursday okay. before her flight. And then everybody heads back to, uh, to London. But awesome event.
4: That's it. Look how fast that went. Remember you were talking about it last year?
2: Right? I, like, listening to Charlotte give this speech, we're like, oh, my God, it took you right back to when the kids were in grade school. And now, boom. Married. Yeah, heading back to London. Yeah,
4: wait till you have grandkids.
2: Oh my God, I that you know what? It's kind of like it's like you break the seal. Like yes. now I've cried once. This this could be it. That's it. it. <laughs> I could become this emotional person now. That's it. <laughs> At every turn. All right. How was your weekend? Did you have a wedding this weekend? Did you uh, do something cool and exciting? And did you lose the bet as to whether I would? Cry or not at my daughter's wedding. 1-800-283-101.5. 626 is the time. Eric Scott with the news. 638 on New Jersey. 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, uh, big weekend behind us. So, Eric, it, it happened. It was pretty wild. Walking Elizabeth down the aisle, uh, I, it, it surreal. The um,
1: photos that you sent to Sandra and I, uh, yeah. I mean, everybody just looked spectacular. I mean, he looked amazing and just so happy. I mean, it's that is the thing that you know you can't hide that. I mean, just the no. genuine joy, yeah. on Everybody's face was really, really
2: that was. Cool. It's a good word. It was joyful. Yeah. You know, we we uh, it was a small wedding. I mean, uh, we ended up with uh, ninety people and. It was, but it was like the perfect setting. The weather worked the weather out, amazing, right? Fifty degrees yeah. and sunny. Are you kidding me? Ridiculous. And but uh, the food was great. I what mean, was the they,
1: best thing you ate? That was what I would. That, that's what I wanted.
2: Uh, so uh, it was a cross between. There was a scallop ceviche. Oh, yeah, and. Um, and a smoked eel sandwich. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it's, now that is not something that that Jody likes. She did not touch that. But and it was you either love that or you don't. Smoked eel is a has a certain taste to it, but it's done with um, God uh, with uh, pickled onions, okay, horseradish, all right, and a little buttered toast. Oh, that sounds Do, delicious. Uh, absol- now we had it left over. Okay. But I think eel is one of those things you eat the day of. Yeah, so it, that, even Charlie's it. looking at it. You know, we all went back to the house afterwards Saturday and kind of did the debrief. And then yeah. we, we drove home uh, yesterday. And and I saw the the leftover eel in the fridge. And I'm like, Charlie, what do you think? With eggs? He's like, ah. I'm like, yeah. you know what? If you're saying that, I'm done. I'm not touching it. But it was just great. The appetizers were great. The, the night before Thursday, so instead of a rehearsal dinner, what, what Jody and I decided to do was have a welcome reception because people, yeah, you know, half the crowd was from London. So mm-hmm. we had people flying in and coming in and it's, you know, you, you got to get there. You yeah. know, Vermont is yeah. not that simple. Yep. So we did a welcome reception at the inn and it was, and Charlie did this um, cheese board. I mean, the cheese was just mm-hmm. incredible. Cool. So we've got a lot of cheese left over. So there will be... Many cheese concoctions over the night. I'm thinking <laughs> mac and cheese. It's possible you guys will benefit from some of the leftover cheese. Excellent. We'll see how much they bring back. But I, uh, I did. There were tears. So those that bet that I would cry won the bet. Okay. And, but it was not when you expect. Not when I walked her down the aisle. Okay. Not at the dance. All it right. was during the maid of honors toast. Huh. Yeah. Her friend Charlotte. They've known each other I mean, they grew up together, you know, since yeah, since second yeah. grade, and it was just so emotional listening to the recap of how, of them growing up and how they oh, do it. Oh yeah, right. I, yeah, I was done. Yeah, that's it. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I out. can see that. I can, you know, it's <clears throat> I've I've seen that at
1: weddings before, where <laughs> you know you have these lifelong friends,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you know these really heartfelt recollections and, yeah you know it's and that right so in your mind that took you through elizabeth's whole childhood again yes
2: we Up went to this back point. to second yeah. grade and yeah. now here yeah. i am giving away the bride I amazing can see that. i can see that yeah okay. and uh, right. and <laughs> charlie's best man great guy the uh, guy xavier did another great speech it was just good and it was simple that was it i um a buddy of mine uh, pulled me aside about halfway through the wedding he's like look at all these people here you want to give a speech, don't you? And I'm like, <laughs> I kind of do. I, I, but I've been told no, so that's it. I'm out. That's funny. I, I, I kept it to one minute, by the Dude, way. One speech. Really? One, I, one time. There's one picture of it on Instagram. Uh, and I just, you know, I, I gave a toast at the welcome reception. Okay. Jody and I stood on the, like the platform of the stairs going, going uh, up to the rooms, and I just welcomed everyone. And that was it. That was my role. Wow. It was nice. It was nice to attend the wedding. Yeah, right. It
1: is you do so many events, right? That you know you have to speak at, and you're the focus of it. Was it must have been nice to just kind of sit in the background for a little bit
2: in the background, yeah. not the not a, a focal point at all. I loved it. That was a nice experience. Yeah, it doesn't happen often
1: in our line of work. It doesn't happen right? often, and it, and it's and no, it's, it's it's nice to sometimes just go to an event and not have a job. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a rarity, but but it was so emotional. With Elizabeth and Charlie, and they're so happy, you know they they, you could just there was there was just happiness. That was the overriding emotion. Yeah, it was great. It was it was it was a really really good time. But I don't know how many people lost money. You bet the uh, walking down the aisle. Yeah, well, I bet. I think Kristen bet um, the dance. I bet the handoff.
1: I bet the handoff when you when you handed Elizabeth over to
2: Charlie the butcher. That was. That was my bet. She was busting my chops actually before, Lizzo, she's like, "Now are, are we gonna are we gonna hug and kiss, or are you gonna shake my hand, Dad? How's that gonna work at the at the end? <laughs> High five. I don't know, because <laughs> that goes back to a Dennis Malloy challenged whether or not I was Italian, right? right because right. I'm like, ah, oh, see what I see, you. and I didn't see it for six months. Um, anyway, it was uh, it was a great time. How was your weekend? Weekend
1: was great. We we had the exact opposite of your weekend. I had nothing on the schedule. (laughs) But I didn't realize it until like Saturday morning. So I had a a couple things that I had to do on Friday. And then I got up on Saturday early and I went down into my office downstairs. And, you know, I started my computer and I pulled it up and I looked at my my schedule and my to-do list. And I'm like, wait, I don't have... I don't have anything to do today. Wow. So I, I made myself a second cup of coffee. I yeah. got a book. I sat in my wing chair. I read for a little nice. while till Sandra got up. And then I cooked all weekend. And so, yeah, well, you know, that's that fantastic. Was, yeah. What's the best thing you made? I made a turkey meatloaf last night. Um, and I finally got the recipe down. So I put a lot of sautéed vegetables in it because turkey yeah. meatloaf can be I was going to say, I had really to keep dry. it moist, the vegetables. Um, so it's it, a lot of chopped mushrooms. Sautéed Ooh. Chopped mushrooms with onions and peppers and garlic, mm. and then I mixed that into um, the the mix, and then yeah. I did a mushroom gravy. And it, but it, it was that was, and I did a. I love uh, mushrooms. Uh, I did a mashed potato souffle. Uh,
2: we got. Did you get the mushrooms from the farm? The box from the farm box. Those yeah. the mushrooms were fantastic. Yes,
1: outstanding. Yep, they outstanding. were outstanding.
2: Yep, they were I, great.
1: So that was. Um, that was my favorite thing because it was kind of a comfort meal, um, and I had no interest in watching the Super Bowl. And
2: no, I didn't either. I, I mean, I you know, Mahomes comes off to me as an activist. He's I just I don't I'm not I'm not interested. I don't see him in the. the it, it was less about the game to me and more about the. By the way, the commercials were just stupid. I mean, I, I watched a few of them. Just I, I don't know they. I, the NFL to me is now trying too hard. I, I was I I found it boring and. I was uninterested.
1: I liked the Christopher Walken commercial. Um, it was a car commercial, and I can't even tell you what it was. BMW, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, um, where everybody in the commercial was doing a Christopher Walken impression. All right, that's right? funny. And it was it was fun because he's
2: funny. I mean, yeah. it just
1: you know. And it, I heard and, there
2: was a, an ad in the beginning that made a lot of people upset. There was uh, uh, a take on Jesus. And oh, all the, yes. Right.
1: Yes. Yeah, it was funny. I didn't because, see it. Um, Sandra and I watched it, and at first we're watching and we're going like, "What are we? <laughs> what are we watching here?" Right? Is and it, um, I mean, I wasn't offended by it. It wasn't you know my favorite thing. Yeah, it's yeah. whatever whatever you want to be or whatever you want to do is fine. I, it, but it was uh, yeah, it was a little it was a
2: little disturbing, just a little over the top. Yeah, a that, on, that was the feedback on Twitter. That was the one thing that started blowing up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's happening. As I started checking back in to get ready yeah, for today. Yeah, yeah. So there's a question for you. What did you do this weekend? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Are you surprised that I had tears at my daughter's wedding? Not a lot. Let's just be clear. There was no bawling. But I did well up and had uh, had a couple tears. And you know what? It was, I think, the appropriate reaction at the time. Um, what did you do this weekend? And do you agree with me that the, the Super Bowl just has lost any relevance? I just, I don't know. Did not care to uh, pay attention to it. What about you? 1-800-283-101.5, 646. Fast traffic, instant weather night. 652 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Good to be back with you. My daughter got married this weekend. Uh, my wife, Jody, and I could not be more happy And proud of these kids, and uh, it was just a wonderful affair. So thanks for all the uh, uh, well wishes and the notes and all of you that uh, um, saw the post on Instagram. And uh, we had hundreds and hundreds of comments, and I appreciate every one of them. I will try to reply to as many as possible, but uh, thank you. Uh, If I don't get to you, that doesn't, um, it just means I haven't had the time to go through all of them yet, but but thank you for the well wishes. Uh, Yes, I was teared up. Yes, it happened. I know I cost some people some money. Uh, Did not tear up during the walk down the aisle, nor during the dance. It was at the Maid of Honor's Toast, which was uh, my daughter Elizabeth's friend Charlotte, who did just an unbelievable job. All right, and then I come back, and the Super Bowl's on, and honestly, I I just can't get into it. It's just I've had enough with the the Swifties and, uh, and Travis Kelsey and... Pfizer. I, I mean, just enough already. I, I think it's become such a propaganda machine. I don't think it's fixed. I mean, I know people are saying that. I don't. I don't buy that. But I. But I. It really has become a little bit like uh, world world wrestling. Like it's a little bit like the uh, the staging. And I just. I, I don't know. I like football. I like to watch football in the 80s and 90s, and then it became something different. What about you? Did you watch the Super Bowl? And uh, do you care? Let's go to Bill and Brick. Morning, Bill. Morning, Bill. So you you loved the game.
5: I did. I loved it. I loved it all the way through through halftime. Through Uyker's uh, performance, I thought it was unbelievable. But Mahoney, what a miracle guy! reminds me of um, Reminds me of Brady with the Pats when he was with the Pats and with the Bucks. That last second type thing where he, he kills himself to finish off, and yeah. uh, I, I, I'm surprised a guy as young as you and I'm I'm, I'm pushing eighty one. I'm surprised a guy as young as you would say ah. I'm tired of it. I, I, I found it to be exciting. I, yeah, I, you
2: know what? I, I get it, and I'm glad you liked it, but, uh, you know, he's no Brady. I mean, Brady was not involved in in political propaganda nonsense. Mahomes has done the, the BLM stuff, and I just I don't like it. I, I think it's I think they've over-politicized it, and uh, as far as the halftime show, I, I don't know. I didn't know who Usher was, but that's just me. Um, and I, I think they're trying to arbit the commercials, and I, I just— it's, I, I, maybe it's because we're still too close to the two and a half years of government mandates and lockdowns and everything else that to watch, uh, you know, Pfizer's poster children, uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey, and then the big ads on what Pfizer's doing to save the world. I, I think maybe I'm just too close to it. And, and, and I admit it, I, I don't see through that. So I just turn it off. I think, Bill, you're probably, your perspective seems like you could just see through it, not worry about the politics and watch the game. Good on you. It's an easier way to be.
5: You and I are on the same political path. Yeah. We're exactly on the same side. But I I overlooked a lot of the small stuff, and I thoroughly enjoyed the game. I thought both teams were we're Titans. I, uh, yeah. I was just happy that Mahoney pulled it off.
2: Good for you. You know, Bill, I respect that position. And I, I think it's, I, I do this sometimes with entertainment. I, I, if I happen to catch an interview of some actor who's overly political, sometimes I have a hard time watching the movie with them in next. Sometimes you can put it aside, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the game yesterday. All right, Bill, have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you. Everybody else hang in there. Did you watch the game? Uh, are you like me that that you can't see through the politics and the propaganda? Or could you just sit back, enjoy, and watch the game for what it is? Just a Super Bowl contest between a bunch of guys on either side that want to win. 1-800-283-101.5-657. Eric Scott with your news next 710 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Um, so if you want to see, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna post a few pictures from the wedding and behind the scenes. Uh, my daughter Elizabeth, Charlie the Butcher, tying the knot on Friday over the weekend in Vermont. I'll have them up on the website soon. I'm just um, I'm pulling up some of the pictures now. I'm going to get them over to producer Kristen. And uh, you can see some of them at my Instagram, at Bill Spadia, and then we'll have uh, uh, some of them. And as I get more in, I'll I'll post some others. Some of the behind-the-scenes are really cool. So we got back on Sunday, and, um, you know, Super Bowl's going on. And uh, my son, Michael, came back. He flies back to California today. But, he, you know, he puts the game on. And so it's on in the background. And I just – am I the only one? I'm just completely not interested at all. And I don't see Mahomes as some – you know, great player that that will be revered for decades. Maybe I mean he's obviously good at what he does, but I don't know about you. I can't get past the activism. I'm just sick of it. I, I want to go back to the time when athletes were athletic and they focused on the sport, and it wasn't about the celebrity. It wasn't about this city at Kelsey who's chest bumping his coach and um giving a what seemed like a roid rage performance at the end of the the uh, the game which i saw this morning on twitter uh, i just think it's embarrassing i mean taylor swift is a is, is a leftist i mean with the private jet flights and the lecturing the rest of us on climate change like I, I don't know i for me i can't see past it so instead of complaining about it i just ignore it what about you pamela in woodbury good morning
6: Uh, Good morning, everyone. So, Bill, I just wanted to make two super quick points. First, I totally understand what you're saying, but if I took that perspective, I attend one of the largest churches out here in Gloucester County. Mm -hmm. 95% of the people don't vote the way I vote. But if I went in there and had that mindset, I would miss the message at my church. And I served there. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that sometimes it's okay, or most of the time, we've gotten to a place where... If people don't agree with what we think or how we feel, we tune them out. It's, it's, so I get—I just don't think that's a good thing. Secondly, with regard with regards to the game, and I, I love football, mm-hmm. I was going for the 49ers. Um, I didn't see any commercials or anything that would make me just put my hand in my mouth and go, oh not this again, because I, I I agree with you. I don't want to watch a game and have to be choosing a side. Yeah. We already have to walk out the door and do that, but <laughs> right. I didn't see that at all. And you have to think. First, it's never going back to the way it used to be. And, and if we really do our homework throughout every sport, for most of the time it existed, people had their positions. Just now, we've become more hostile, more polarized, more... Pamela, is it that?
2: Is it that, or is it in your face? I mean, I I think the propaganda from it, companies it, like Pfizer, it, I find it disgusting. You it, know, they, they're part it, of the it problem. It is in my face, right? Yeah.
6: No, I agree. It's yeah. in my face. Like I said, when I go to church, people wear T-shirts and everything. And again, as a black woman going to a church that's ninety-five percent white, when I see their shirts, there's a part I go, huh. But <laughs> I still hug them. They still yeah. give me high fives. I'm it's still amazing because I think you have a right to believe, believe and feel yeah. how you feel. Just don't don't oppress me with it or don't make me
2: wrong. I, I love that perspective, Pamela. I love that. It's, it's actually why, um, you know, I do a lot of events. Many of the events I do are not partisan at all. I, I like to talk to people with different perspectives. I love to bump people to the front of the line here on the show to have a different perspective. We've had some really intense conversations. I love to learn from people. I, but as far as entertainment, the fact that entertainment and politics are so blended, I think that's what I'm reacting to. It's not the individuals. I'm sure, I mean, I I can name a few of these Swifties that uh, perhaps uh, work with me here at the radio station. And we're friends and it's all good. And I, we don't have to agree on the finer points, Right. So I accept that and agree with you. I just, for my entertainment dollar, eh, I'm just, I, I feel like it's too it's too much lately. And I, I'm just, for me, I'm kind of sick of it. And I, I I would like to see a time where we go back. It's one of the things I had a conversation with the Brits who were in for the wedding, Pamela. And we talked about how the NFL is trying desperately to make the NFL something in the UK. And really, people are not interested. They're not interested because they're, they're, they love their own version of football and you know soccer to them is it's local they've got their local teams they've got their local leagues it's it's personal and it's about the sport and not the politics and i think that the nfl could take a page out of what we see with european soccer and bring it back to the sport instead of the politics that's my thought Any last thoughts?
6: Listen, No, last thoughts is I'm going to, I wish I was a clerk because you're going to be speaking at the clerk's convention because I'm a tax collector, so I work for a municipality. Yeah. And my clerk came in and said, guess what? (laughs) Phil's going to be at my clerk's convention. She's going to be with you. And I said, oh, I'll make class and come and see you. You
2: should come and see us, Pamela. I'd love to meet you. Why don't you come?
6: Yeah, stay amazing. I might. All right. Stay amazing. Thank
2: Thank you, Pamela. You're the best. Bye-bye now. All right, everybody else Megan and Mark, I'll get to you guys first after traffic on the next 716 Hello. 723 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Happy to be back with you. I took a few days off for Elizabeth's wedding. Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher, now happily married. And uh, it was uh, it was a great event. We got back Sunday. And just uh, looking at social media as I started to get back into uh, today and get ready for work was overwhelmed with the notes about the Super Bowl, et cetera. And it seemed like it was, I I don't know if this was my perspective, just far more political than I would have wanted. So I, I tuned it out. I just, I don't know. I can't get excited about it. Look, when I was a kid, I grew up an Eagles fan, kind of morphed into a Giants fan. And it was about football. It was about the players. Now it just seems like it was way more about what was uh Travis Kelsey gonna do on the sidelines. And I, I thought he embarrassed himself. He sounded like a crazy person in the um speech afterward, and it just like a guy he seemed like a guy in a in a rage, in a roid rage. I don't know if he takes anything or not, but it just that's what it looked like to me. And then he he uh shocked the coach, Coach Andy Reid, as he came in. Ran over to him and started yelling at him, and I just thought, you know what? This is why I don't watch. This is why we can't have nice things. What do you think? Let's go to Mark in North Jersey. So, Mark, you agree with me, huh?
5: Um. See, I, I was never really a sports ball guy. Uh, you know, I think sports really is just another false bipartisan to turn people on each other. So even back when it was a uh, hunky dory, let's see, let's vote for our team kind of thing. <clears throat> so you even as a kid, Mark,
0: the-
2: you didn't like sports, sports- as a kid.
5: Uh, yeah, my parents tried getting me into it, but, you know, ultimately what it is, I mean, we have to stop looking at the what, really. Look at the why. Why do they have us wanting to watch this thing every year, you know? So you think it's some kind of a, a
2: propaganda push by the government, bread and circuses? And yeah, it's a bread and circus
5: thing, but, I mean, look at these ethno-religious oligarchs that are that are forcing these things upon this game. I mean, we have the highest-paid slaves in all of American history, uh, you know, dancing like monkeys out there. Uh, you know, selling whatever they want to sell.
2: Well, but I mean, I think that the idea of selling and commercializing it makes sense. You got to pay for it. You got to pay the bills. I don't know that, that that's the issue. I you know, to me, it's it's the propaganda that over politicizes things, and to me, takes away from the game. Like the relationship between uh, Travis Kelsey and and Taylor Swift take center stage instead of these young guys that are in the prime of their life trying to get the ball of into the end zone to score some points. I mean, you look at the NFL. As I understand the average career in the NFL is only 3 years. So, to me, these guys have one shot. And if you get your shot, And I want to look at that and value and treasure these young athletes and say, you know what, they're taking their shot. This is it. Go for the gold. I love it. I think it gets clouded with the advertising, clouded. And honestly, I I think we are... I believe it's us in New Zealand, the only countries in the world that allow these big pharma companies to advertise. I think it should be banned. They should not be allowed to advertise. It's all propaganda. I mean, we get to hear from Pfizer through the lockdowns of how they're going to save the day with a, with a vaccine. And and now we've got to hear how, uh, how they're going to save the day with the turbo cancers out there. Just stop it already. Stop it. You guys are, are the biggest part of the problem, in my opinion. So... I'd like to see a ban on advertisements from pharmaceuticals. I I think that that would uh, make sense because that should all be done between you and your doctor. Should not be based on some popularity contest of spending seven million bucks to have an ad at the Super Bowl. Anyway, my opinion, I think it's too political. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. 727, Eric Scott with the news. 738 on New Jersey 101.5 good morning I am Bill Spadio We at 10 o'clock this morning Happy to be back we had a uh, really exciting and memorable uh, one of the I would say the best time we've had uh, my daughter's wedding just uh, what an exciting weekend we had Eric uh, on a <laughs> taking a diversion here uh-huh. I heard your report on the woman that got arrested for DUI. the boyfriend called the cops. Well, that's what we're hearing. Police haven't
1: verified that, but we've, it's been reported, and we've heard it a couple of times, that it was the boyfriend who called police and then later said, well, I didn't want her to get arrested. I just wanted to get her some help for her
2: drinking. Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah, well, like, how did that how conversation that go? Like, yeah. she's driving. She's like, did, she, did he ID the location? I mean, I wonder. Right? I mean, that's, I... You know, like um, and what happened before that? How did he like this? I have so many questions. Did she call from the car and she's hammered and he, he calls the cops, or I don't know. Was she drinking she, at the right, house before right? she, she? I mean, did he leave look, and felt I mean, guilty? I, I, I have because you from, do have some responsibility, I think. Uh, yeah, I would right? think.
1: Yes, I, I mean, look, I think on vacation or whatever, we've all had an adult beverage or three yes. in the morning. Yes, um, never when. You're driving, and certainly not when you're driving children.
2: No, we uh, we were careful. Uh, that was a big thing in Vermont. We hired a car service right, to that's what you said yep. shuttle, and uh, we just told everybody, look, be aware that that there's no Uber. You're not, you know, you right. know, Manchester, Vermont. You're not going to find an Uber driver, so you've got to prepay a car and a lot of it's walking there were a lot, a lot of the brits the advantage was they were you know they flew into boston and and they drove and they carpooled okay and not everybody drinks so that was great so there was there was some of that but but you're kind of on your own and i warned everybody i said i know you think walking is your best option i said but drunk walking is also very dangerous Can be. when if you've got some because I'm like, look, there's no Uber, so you got a guy that's at the pub and he's been skiing all day or working all day yeah, yeah. he's had too many, he's racing to get home you know there's a you you want to be you want to be on the sidewalks actually, wow. there was one of the Freakonomics economics books talked about that that uh, there's a higher percentage of deaths with drunk walking. I gotta look that up hmm. apparently it's a thing okay. Yeah. Right.
1: right. Well, you think you're being responsible because you're not getting behind the wheel of a car, but your gait
2: is probably not particularly steady. You're not steady, and you know all of a sudden you're you're using yeah the crosswalk will not protect you. As I've said, with all these laws in New Jersey, the crosswalk is not a magical force. Right. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so what happened? The girl's in jail. She well,
1: she's she is facing a lot of charges. So the threshold for DWI when you have a commercial driver's license is lower than it is if you're if you have just a regular driver's license. But the fact that she was driving a school bus, the fact that she um, you know didn't pass the sobriety test, the fact that there were kids on the bus. I mean, I mean she's facing a lot of very yeah. serious charges. But right that's
2: now. and that's the question. Like, like was she drunk from the night before? I, yeah, I don't know because that's a thing. Yeah. You know, that also happens. Yes, that People, can, yep, that can right? Happen. You drink yep. too much, and and all of a sudden, and you know, maybe panicked. Like I can't call out.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's interesting. That's um, how pissed the parents are. Oh. Well, the parent, well, like that was, I'd be pissed. One of the parents said, you know, yeah. we don't know, you know, they caught her this time, but we don't know how many times she's point. done that, you know, in, in the past. And Especially with
2: the boyfriend saying he wanted to get her help for her drinking problem. Yeah.
1: For, yeah. I mean, that's, it, that signals right there that that's potentially a problem. Um, but they, they apparently knew where to find her because they looked for her bus and they found the bus with the kids on it. And they stopped the bus and had her get out and do a sobriety test, and that's when they—that's when the police say that she failed the, the sobriety test.
2: Now you're a kid on the bus. How old are the kids? Do we know?
1: These are elementary school kids.
2: All right, so yeah. I'm thinking this is either the, the scariest or most exciting moment of in their <laughs> in their elementary school career. Like, why is point? Yes. <laughs> why is Mrs. Smith came being pulled and off?
1: Took our bus driver <laughs> right, took off. Took a bus
2: driver, <laughs> and somebody else had
1: to drive us to school. What do they do? Did they call? Is like, is there a backup bench? Like, all right, somebody. Joey, we got yeah, you. Yeah, right. It's, they have know, to call somebody. You're else in. To finish the bus. Yeah, they tap I, I, out, and, and somebody not, comes right. in. So you you got to figure you were late to school. Then everybody wants to know why were you late to school. What a great story you have to tell. Right. You know, I'm not saying this is great, but I mean, no. As but a if kid, you're first
2: or second grade, it yeah. won't notice. But if you're in like third or fourth. You're telling this story over oh, and over again. You could be. How could right? you
1: relate to class, Johnny? Oh, let me tell you this. But wait till I tell you. The police you came what? and
2: took my bus driver. You're right? Oh yeah. my God! Uh, well, thank God no one got hurt. Correct. And now, how far over the limit was she? Was, was she, she was hammered or just? Well, she was right over.
1: All we know is that she was over .04, which is the threshold for a, a bus commercial driver. driver's license. Right.
2: But for some people, that could be one drink. Uh, it could be right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I you know it's.
2: But don't have any. If you're driving the school bus, don't have any. And, and you know there's, right. Well, <laughs> if, if you, if did you drive say that we've all been on it, just hit me. We've all been on vacation, had a drink or three in the morning. Yes, you're exactly right. I am um, when I'm when on if we go skiing for the weekend. I my I like to have a beer in the morning, mm-hmm. at breakfast. Yep. Sandwich when twice. do you do that?
1: You know. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the same thing. Is that if if we're on vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, I will do that. Even if we're staying at my buddy Mick's house um down the shore on LBI, I like to get up because he's right across from the beach. I like to get up and watch the sunrise. Now nobody else is getting up and watching the sunrise with me. But we're I just crazy because yeah, of the cra- crazy right. schedule. Yeah. So I'll I'll grab I'll grab a beer out of the fridge and walk over and sit yeah. on the on I the dune <laughs> and have a breakfast beer and watch the sun come up.
2: Breakfast beer. Yeah, I like a good breakfast beer. Mm. Now that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about a smoked eel sandwich and a <laughs> breakfast beer. <laughs> that's, that's what I would like right now at 744 in the morning. All right. Um, we're talking about this, um, uh, a, a po- potential of the boyfriend calling it in on the girlfriend who was a bus driver. But has anything like that happened to you where you got a call from the school and you had to come and pick your kids up or you, or something was just so completely off? I, I think I, every parent with a kid on a bus, uh, should be, and is rightfully upset and annoyed that you've got somebody that would would be that irresponsible. I mean, look, I, I, you, you, we've just, I, it's amazing to me with all of the information out there. And guys, it, it's why you know rules and laws are one thing, but without personal responsibility, we're we're going nowhere. And I, you would think, and I haven't looked at the stats. I'm going to look up that uh, that book for you guys so I can share it with um, the, the whole drunk walking thing, which they say is, is super dangerous. And yes, in certain parts of the country, really dangerous. But what are your thoughts on this bus driver getting uh, pinched for drunk driving? Do you agree that the boyfriend, if that's exactly what happened, did the right thing calling it in? I mean, what a disaster that could have been. is my number. Uh, Gary, I want to get to you because I think you're asking a really important question uh, on the other side of traffic and weather. Next, 745. 752 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talked in Jersey. Taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So, there was a situation the other day. According to the cops, boyfriend calls the cops on the girlfriend who's driving a bus with kids on it. Young woman's had a bit to drink. Gets pulled over, gets arrested, and it just got me thinking: wh- Where, what, what has happened to personal responsibility? No, no laws on the books are going to prevent people from acting in inappropriate ways, and I, and I wonder. If there's anything to learn from this, and the real question is, would you have done that? Would you' have called the cops on your significant other if you knew they had had a bit to drink? do you think it was um you think it was the boyfriend doing this for the good of other people, or was he just pissed at her and getting back like you wonder I mean got to ask the question right let's go to Gary and Coltsneck
5: Good morning, Bill. Hey, I love how you say I am Bill. I love it. <laughs> that's great. I am Crazy Gary from Colts All right,
2: Gary. Crazy. Lay it on me, man. What do you think?
5: All right. I want to start off with a quick little joke. You know, beer makes you smarter. Why? It made Budweiser.
2: Nice. Wow, that's 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 bad even for me. I don't, that doesn't rise to the level of a dad joke. Although maybe, I don't know, maybe, Gary. You know. Flash forward at the next wedding. I'll be I'll be de- delivering that in a, in a speech. All right, anyway, Gary, so what do you think? Have you ever called the cops on somebody that was close to you? Do you think the boyfriend, if that's exactly what happened, did the right thing?
5: No, you know what? I never really called on any cops on anybody like that. But listen, obviously this must have happened numerous of times, I would believe, in my in what I, my gut feeling. And not for anything, people should be ashamed of themselves. You know, my kids are older. When they go on a school bus... We expect whoever's driving, they're like their children, you know? And it's just not right. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be drinking. You know what? It's been going on for a long time. She just got caught, you know? And kudos to that guy, whether he had a vendetta on her, I don't know. But come on, people. Be responsible, you know? Yeah, I
2: know. I I mean, the threshold seems a little bit low. I get why you might say zero tolerance. But, uh, you know, what I don't know is, is you—I wonder if you could blow a .04 if you've been drinking the night before. I mean, if you didn't stop until, like, 2 in the morning. That's why they, they say for pilots, like, there's a certain period of time where they can have no alcohol prior to getting on the plane. But, I, you know, look, I, I don't know. We Unfortunately, I think we overthink some of the rules and the nuances. And instead, what we ought to be focusing on is why are people acting this way,
5: Right. One other quick comment shoot listen if you're a police officer right and they make marijuana legal and now they don't want the police officers to smoke weed i don't smoke weed but at the end of the day is that fair that people can go smoke marijuana however they're doing it vaping it and drive listen it's totally wrong you want to smoke weed stay home and smoke all the you want whatever you want to call it I can care that. Baboni, huh? Is that
2: a is that a Jersey term for pot?
5: Babanya, babanya, babanya. Babanya
2: is that it? I've never heard that babonia. one. You know what I think, Gary? I think it's again, it's a political football. You got guys like Steve Fulop, mayor of Jersey City, running for governor, who wants to take it out on his cops, act like he's going to achieve some moral high ground, say that they should be fired if they were smoking pot in there uh, when they're off duty. Look, it's either legal or it's not, and those those cops. Uh, deserved a lot better than the crappy leadership they got from Mayor Steve Fulop, who wants to be your governor. He will be a disaster as governor. No doubt about it. Gary, thanks for calling, man. Have a great rest of your day. Everybody else hang in there. Question on the table is, have you ever called the cops on a friend? Have you ever had to be in that situation? You feel like, I have no choice. I got to do something. Has that happened to you? Or have, has, have the friends ever intervened in your life? Because you were the one doing something wrong. 1-800-283-101.5. 757. Eric Scott with your news next. 811, uh, New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, producer Kristen,
0: big wedding over the weekend. Thank you. Good to be
2: back. Good to be back. Thank you. Um, so Elizabeth and Charlie tying the knot in Vermont. I know the bets were all out whether or not I was going to cry at the wedding.
4: Yes, Eric now, and I talked about it on Friday. Actually, so Eric,
2: you had you 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 guys both had me crying. Mm-hmm. The the question was when.
1: I mean, I didn't have you sobbing uncontrollably. All right, that did not happen. Floor. Let's just let's <laughs> just say let's that. Let's <laughs> be clear on that. Fair point. Um, no, I thought it was going to happen when when you actually handed Elizabeth off to Charlie. I thought that at that point it was going to be like, oh, okay, now
2: this is real. Interesting. It actually hit me. I did not cry. I did not cry. I was even welled up then. It was the day before at the rehearsal oh. where I got a little choked up. No tears, a little choked up. Yep. But it was, and then, Kristen, you had, you had me at the dance. At
4: the dance. Well, because we listened to the song, and I thought it was an emotional song. I thought right? you were going to so cry there. So neither happened. Hmm.
2: It was during the Maid of Honor speech. Her toast. So interesting. Yeah, well, Charlotte and Elizabeth, I mean, they've known each other since second grade. So it was this emotional walkthrough, their relationship, like from their perspective. Mm -hmm. And it brought Jody and I right back to when Elizabeth was a little kid. Yeah, it was amazing.
4: Was there an actual tear? Yes. There
2: was. Yeah, and there were a few people that they're watching. I don't know if there's a picture of this. (laughs) There may not be because the focus was on the head table. Right. Xavier, right. Charlie's best man, gave this outstanding speech and and um, it was great. And then and Charlotte. But but it was funny. There was a moment, too. And, and she was so great about this. Like about a minute in, she's like, you know, I'm I'm really nervous.
4: Aww.
2: Aww. the crowd went crazy, started cheering, whistling like yeah. it. And all of a sudden, the emotion of the room went up through the roof. It was a very cool wedding moment.
4: You know the job of the photographers is to take candid pictures. So when Elizabeth gets the professional pictures, I, back,
2: th- and there were two photographers there.
4: I'm I'm going to reach out to Elizabeth. I, to make I think sure. they're, if they're
2: be, there actually be could be, there. be. Yeah, I they, think so. There really, you know, there could be. But it was it was great. I mean, the uh, the, the bridesmaids were fantastic. I mean, like, you know, Campbell, Megan, Beth, Liv, and Kate, um, and uh, and the groomsmen, like they. They all stepped up. Lawrence, Dre, Matt, Xavier was the best man. Mm-hmm. Like everyone had a role to play. You know, the guys had more of a role to play at the at the church, um with the readings. They all did great. And but yeah, it was the emotion of Charlotte's speech that was like berp, right over the top. Wow. Yeah. Had that. it all together till then. I was fine.
4: Well you got it all out here, and when I your know. son gets married, it'll be one big party for you. So <laughs> that's usually
2: that's what happens. But I was telling oh. Eric earlier, it was it was for me, it was great. Like the the, the kids were the center of attention, mm-hmm. the highlight. Um, you know, uh, Jody was great. She looked great in the red dress; was just fantastic. And and she was so happy. One of our friends, Pete, who was at our wedding, wow. he, sa- he said he was right. So he said uh, he told her he said I have not seen you this happy since your wedding night. How nice! Yeah, how cool is that? Is that right? Wow, it was cool. Oh, wait till
4: you have grandkids.
2: He also pulled me aside about halfway through, about an hour before it's over. He's like. It's a big crowd in here. You want to give a speech? <laughs> <don't you? laughs> I'm like, I can't. I did it. By the way, for those of you that took the prop bet on my speech, I only spoke for one minute at the welcome reception. And it was funny because who was people... the official timekeeper on that? <laughs> all true. right, all right. But you, know, you know what happened? I watched Elizabeth. So I stood up. Jody and I stood together on this uh, platform, the landing for the stairs. And I see Elizabeth working through the crowd. Coming up to the front, and I'm like, she's coming to stop me. She's worried I'm going to go too long. Anyway, That's funny. I did my best. So my question is: uh, Have you been to a wedding recently? Are you getting married? And if you, uh, at what point, dads, did you cry during the ceremony? One eight hundred two eight three one one point five is the number. Eight fifteen is the time. Traffic and by the next is your instant weather with chief meteorologist Dan Zara.
3: Oh, it's been a while since we've had a winter storm that gave me this big of a headache. The models have been flipping back and forth between a mainly wintry and mainly wet solution. Winter weather is all about temperature, right? Which side of 32 degrees we end up on, and that is a very tricky aspect of this storm. Things have trended colder and therefore snowier in our latest update. Check out my map now live at nj1015.com and in the New Jersey 101.5 mobile app. Here's the gist of it. Daytime today, we stay dry and quiet mostly cloudy skies highs 45 to 50 still on the mild side rain will move in starting this evening yeah plain rain to start and then we transition to snow and wintry mix for northern then central new jersey between midnight and daybreak tomorrow morning brunt of the storm will be tomorrow morning's commute awful timing as we see that transition we see the heaviest bands of precipitation move in everybody in the state could transition to snow as this thing wraps up tomorrow morning through midday by around one or two o'clock we're all done snow accum- Accumulations. 6 to 12 inches of snow for part of North Jersey, north of Interstate 78, west of 287. 3 to 6 inches of snow possible as far down as northern Mercer and Middlesex counties, and then like 1 to 3 inches for the rest of Mercer and Monmouth County. Little to no accumulation, though, for the southern half of the state. New Jersey weather made possible by Ray Auto Group. Test drive the new 2024 Infiniti QX60 SUV at Ray Infiniti of Bridgewater and experience three rows of luxury with seating for up to seven passengers. Now with special lease and finance available at Ray Katina Infinity of Bridgewater. Right now, Newark 36, Edison 35, Mount Holly 39. From the Rubenstein Law Weather Desk, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow.
2: 8.22 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. So if you took the bet that I was going to tear up the wedding, you won. Bet against me on that. Jill Meyer. I, I was... I did not think I was going to tear up.
7: Uh, yeah. Did you, you bet? Did you, you, you put did you together.
2: get into the action? You said yes I would.
7: Yeah, of course. Did you yeah. pick a time? I did not. No. The
2: side bets is where all the action was.
7: Yeah, really. I bet that you were going to the, there was the, going to be some calamity. The odds were on.
2: Yeah. No. Listen. You no
7: were drama. Create some. Disaster. How about that? Yeah. So. No.
2: Nobody tripped.
7: Yeah. You didn't no. over talk? I, I did didn't. give you head. Signals. The uh, the hair, hair signal.
2: She does yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the. Yeah. It's it's um, now that's known. People see her touching her hair oh. and they're like that's time for Bill to shut up.
7: Yeah. But that was no, um, so sweet uh, that you. The moment I that kept it, it
2: to a minute. Yeah. Oh, but, you mean the crying. Yeah, it wasn't like balling.
7: Crying. No, you teared up. There was
2: a tear, though. There was there was an actual tear. and it was during Charlotte's. She was the the maid of honor. Her toast.
7: Because you've known Charlotte, and they Elizabeth were little
2: business. kids. They were but, little. Yes. Like little, right? And that's
7: when the Paul Anka song. All of a sudden, the times all of your a life sudden
2: starts <laughs> kicking in. And You're like, oh no! That's it. it was uh, it was a great moment. I see producer Kristen in here, but did the did the right?
4: tear come? Uh oh, all good. Is it all good? It's it's all good. All
2: right, we We're just talk, we're talking with.
4: I come in here from time to time and just to hang out. She up, comes you know. in to yell at us at like we're, she we're does. Not doing I thought right we, we were doing, doing something doing. wrong. It was like you know. <laughs> I was I was gonna just tell Kathy to pod Jill up a little more because I can't hear her.
2: That's all. Oh good, let's she she do that. Look at that. Come. Let's try it again. Jill, how you doing?
4: Good
7: morning.
2: Yeah, Look at that. I'm gonna
7: make Bill cry. I
2: love it. <laughs> I uh, I did. I really. T- it was there was and I couldn't not do it. Was, like it just yeah, happened. Oh yeah, it's. Kristen, did your your dad cry at the wedding? Uh,
4: he didn't cry. He got emotional. Yeah, but he didn't mm-hmm. cry. He cried.
7: By the way, when... he sent
2: me a nice note. Oh, did he? Yeah, he really did. Oh, that's so your, nice. Your dad Aww. is something well, else. He didn't tell me that. Yeah. Now, that.
7: didn't make you cry. <laughs> it Get, it, it was
2: one of the first notes I got. He actually, wow. t- and I, oh, I had that. to go. Back. I got so many. Of like, course, He was yeah, one yeah. of the first. So I just got back to him today. So it took me all weekend. Sorry, Frank. Yeah. But uh, but thank you. But it meant a lot. It meant a lot. He was relating to me as the father of the bride. Right and he was telling this story he had he was it was funny yeah. it was a funny well note. It's
4: the, that's the thing you don't realize it with all the planning going on and 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 yeah. you know elizabeth and jody were probably well know, they kept me out of the her. planning well yes I, I
2: was not involved
4: but as the father of the bride yeah. you don't realize everything mm-hmm. that goes into it until you're there it's that day and all the emotions just yeah. you know it's a
2: rush and it was cool elizabeth i mean she does this for a living, like mm-hmm. she her she does the marketing for a lot of these boutique hotels and things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was the lighting was all candle.
4: Oh, yeah, wow. candle.
2: Yeah, it was. It was very cool. Oh, dramatic, and it was like linens yes. that were draped on the ceiling. It was. It was a uh, very cool setup, and the you, food. Oh my god, well, there was a potato pancake <laughs> with with a, a dollop of caviar. I think it was. I, it, it, it was so good.
7: You have chills right now. That I is, have chills. I think
2: you're going to tear up again. It was a, I mean, you know what, I'm going to start crying. There was a lamb chop. I could start crying right now over the, these, uh, it was just, oh, the food. There was a, a, um, a, um, a scallop uh, ceviche. Oh.
4: Which came, yeah, right? i sold.
2: I know. Wow. And there was leftovers. I had that the next day.
4: <laughs> of course you did. Yeah,
2: I had ceviche in the morning. I'm like, what's, it? you know, a beer and some fish. Fantastic. Sweet. Anyway. Yeah. All right. All right, Seth, I'll get to you first after the news. I kept talking, Seth. Sorry about that. I want to hear about your daughter's wedding. Have you been to a wedding recently? Uh, what was the best part? Was there a moment that uh, everybody kind of held their breath like, ooh, uh-oh, 1-800-283. We had none of those. Can you believe it? No crazy incidents that anyone's talking about. It was just calm and fun one 800 283 1015 is my number. 826 at the time. Seth, you'll be first after the news of there. Scott, next, 839 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spady. I happy to be back. My daughter Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher tied the knot over the weekend. Uh, it was awesome. Great weather. And um, for those of you that bet on when the, I would cry, it did happen, very briefly, a couple of tears, no sobbing, Eric, as you would thank you for pointing out earlier. Yeah, well, I, 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 I mean, it was emotional, like your eyes well up and that's it. And, I, and I'm like, oh, this is happening. I'm, I'm, I, and then I thought, I wonder who's got maid of honor speech in the... In the betting column, I don't yeah, think anybody I, had no, that.
1: Nobody had that. No, nobody how
2: about that. that? But I wonder if it's going to be different. So
1: now, when your son gets married, mm. you know, because we talked it's to totally some folks about right? that last week. You know, while you were away, is it is it different for you know a son or a daughter? You know, dads cry when their daughters get married. Moms cry at
2: both, but probably harder for the son. I I almost think I mean I had very I really didn't have a big role in this wedding. I mean. You know, Jody and I uh certainly helped financially, but I had no role in terms I, I had a toast at the rehearsal or the what we called the welcome party. I didn't do a traditional rehearsal dinner. And that was it. Walk her down the aisle and uh and and dance with her once. I mean that, it was it was actually nice having that light role, but I think I'll have an even less role at Michael's wedding. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, and then some somebody else said um you know, would you go to your son's bachelor party? And, you know, I don't have daughters. I have two boys. Right. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't Are, think so.
2: I, yeah, I don't think he says no. Yeah. I don't need
1: to be a part of that.
2: I'm thinking no. I'm thinking no. My uh, My father did not. What we did was we had, before the wedding, we got married in Rhode Island. And we had a lunch with the guys. Not bachelor party, but we yep. went to my father-in-law's... Uh, golf course, yep, and they played around. I don't golf. I met them for beer and a shot and uh, and a meal. And that sounds—it was great. That, I'll do that. That sounds or or feels right, right? I, I mean, was thinking yeah. I I would have a dinner with the guys at some point. But yep. the bachelor party. Who knows? I mean, you know, the other thing is too. I mean, does Michael stay in California? Is it like you know he, uh, who knows? Yeah, you
1: know, and, and that's funny because I I fully expect. You know, my oldest boy left. As soon as he could get out, he was out. He's been living yeah. in Florida, and I do not will never come back. I don't think he'll ever come back. Um, Alex, though, I mean, after law school and then passing the bar in New Jersey, uh, I he probably is going to wind up staying. Yeah, right. He Which will is- probably wind up staying. And then, you know, that could throw—if there's grandkids, that could throw a monkey wrench in my exit plan. <clears throat> well— uh-
2: you know, Jody and I have had that same conversation. We're like, this is where, what are we, right now we're in between the kids. Right. Which is very Which weird. Which is a I mean, weird place to be, right? So <laughs> I mean, a weird place to be. You know, you're
1: still, you're still mom and dad and you still got to be there for them. And you but, yeah. but, the,
2: but right now this well, is. London as, is six to seven hours. Well, California is, is five hours. free six as hours. you will ever be. Yeah. Well, Jody's mom lives with us. So we've got, okay. right. So we'll, yep. so, so we're, we're, um, and it was great moving her enemy. She's got her own space and it was, it, it's, it's worked out. But to that point, you're right, because you, it's a different level of responsibility. So I don't know. I, we've talked about Michael just turned 21. So he's got at least five years, maybe eight, depending. Yeah. I, I, you he's know. still you know, he's a junior. He'll be a senior next year. So we'll see. But I have a different role. And to your point, yeah, I I actually think it's the opposite. I think that I'm, I mean, I'm digging in and I think it might even get easier because if Elizabeth, come, I think if they have kids, they're going to come back to the States. I don't think they want to have kids in London. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I I,
1: I don't know. See, it's it's odd because I, I don't know what, what would happen, you know, because I mean, our plan are clearly is not to stay here. Um, no,
2: you've been. <laughs> you, you know, you I, are the getting outside. I'm the digging inside. Right. Like, like the studio is split down the middle. <laughs> you've got. You're on a countdown. You haven't shared your actual countdown, but uh, it's like um, we have. We have a few that have the actual years, months, days.
1: Yeah, it's, I'm not that close, <laughs> but it's a. You know, I but you don't want to retire in jersey you've made that call. I don't think that it is financially viable to retire yeah. in new jersey and it, and that's really what it comes down to now does that mean that we move to pennsylvania to virginia to florida do we you know we're the dominican about becoming you know expats at some yeah. point you know i mean it's just because that's but right now without grandchildren you know, and it's and and are you flexible? You're flexible. So you know, Michael's on the same schedule as Alex. Alex is in law school, but you know he's yeah. you know unless Michael goes on to graduate school, he's going to be out the same time Alex is. Yeah. So then the clock is ticking on you know marriage and grandkids yeah. and you know all that kind of stuff. But that's you're the freest pre-grandkids. You're the freest you will ever be. Yes. Right now to decide where you want to go. decide where you want to go, what
2: you want to see, where you want you know and that's and it, it's a weird place to be in. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. There are several politicians that would love it if I had an exit plan. Sorry, boys, I'm staying. It's 845. Seth, I'll get to you first after traffic and weather next. 852 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So Dan's got a snow map up at 101.5, dot nj1015.com. Um, you know what? I love snow maps. It makes me... I love thinking about the snow that's coming. You uh, Are you excited about tomorrow? I, I, I am. So anyway, uh, if you look at the map, everywhere except for parts of... Uh, except for Cape May County, a sliver of Cumberland, a sliver of ocean and a sliver of Atlantic. Other than that, everybody gets something. And the real snow, it, it's amazing how it breaks. It's just north of Monmouth County, just north of Monmouth and um, and Burlington County. So, so Mercer, Middlesex, Somerset, three to six, and then six to 12 north of that. But you gotta check out the map, because you can clearly, Dan did a great job with this, you can clearly see where your snow is coming. So my question is, are you prepared for tomorrow's snow? Are you uh, tuning up the snowblower? Are you buying salt? Do you have the shovel at the ready? And since the snow will be happening throughout the morning, are you, do you have the right tools in your car? I, um, I started leaving a pair of gloves and a scraper in the car just in case. The other day, we were in Vermont, uh, wedding prep a couple of weeks ago, and got a foot of snow. And I had nothing in the car. I was so pissed. And then by the time I got to the store, there was nothing left. So I bought a broom to clean the top of the car off because I didn't want to head home with all the uh, snow on top of the car. So my question to you is, are you ready for tomorrow's snow? Are you hoping that schools will be closed? And if you are a truck driver and you're hitting the roads early in the morning tomorrow, what do you expect on the roads? And are you going to... Change your routes. Are you going to figure out some adjustment based on what could be from Bergen to Hunterdon? You're talking about almost a foot, if not a foot, of snow. It's a lot of snow coming. One 1015 is my number. Eight forty five is the time. Eric Scott's coming back with your news in a couple minutes. Nine ten on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning, I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Go to the website, my post is up um, with the pictures from my daughter's wedding, some of the behind-the-scenes stuff I think you'll like, at nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. So, Eric, there was a, somebody wrote an uh, article the other day on the, at the station, I think it was Dino, about uh, the best steakhouses around. Apparently, there is the best steakhouse in. Uh, I think we're they were, we're calling it in the country or one of the top in mm-hmm. the country, and it is the P- River Palm Terrace in Edgewater. I I've never been there. I don't. I I don't. I don't think I've been right? there either. No. Now this was the Daily Mail. They did a list. I mean, they're doing what so many outlets are doing. They're just coming up with a list and right. and you know driving for clicks, but. So I don't know if anybody's been there, but I put my three go-to steakhouses. I wonder if you, I'm sure you've been to some of them. Um, the one in Somerville, Wolfgang's, yes, I right been there, yep, absolutely yep. fantastic. Yep, yep. Then there is the Capitol Grill in Parsippany, right on Route Ten, another very good place. Yep, and I think one of the best, honestly, if it's not on a list of the best in the country, it absolutely should be the Butcher's Block in. Long Ranch.
1: I would absolutely
2: agree. Um, uh,
1: when we were down there last year, yeah. we went. Um, I think I may have had the best steak that I've ever
2: had there. Right? I know. It, it, it's just, and they, they, you know, they sell their stuff too. You can buy, um, you can buy the block box, but it's just, I, I it, it's so good. And uh, I just I don't know. They have, I told you they do a, and I'd never had this before. They have a they serve a rib cap. Yes, super expensive. It's not something I'm going to have again for a while.
1: Yep. Yep. But
5: yep. whoa,
2: I mean, and the chef knows what he's doing, uh,
1: without a doubt. Right. I mean, and it's and these I think are actual grilled steaks. They're not sous vide. No, and then grilled, you know yeah. cuz a lot of steakhouses do the sous vide the pre-sous vide and then which is
2: interesting right and then
1: just sear them well i mean it's a way to keep good steaks and and turn them over fast
2: yeah yeah
1: um i mean you need a super super hot broiler in order to get you know a good sear on
2: them um i um, my mouth is watering right now i'm thinking about this rib cap and it was just and, and it's thinner so to get the sear but still have it rare inside yes. is a particular skill. It is.
1: It is. And oh, that, it's so at good. some point, you know, and I guess it, it is still steak. But at some point, we've got to hook up with our buddy Mick at Longford Landscape and get him to take you to Chicken Nello's in,
2: in Hamilton. We should go. We should, be, we should do like a late lunch <clears throat> there. Well, Chicken Nello's is great. I mean, I, I've, been, I've had their pork chop. And they do a... I've not had a steak there.
1: Their veal is probably the among the best I've ever had. Yeah. Their veal breast is just outstanding. I had, I, took, I sent you a picture of it. I had the veal tips the other day. When was, I was
2: that there. a Chickenello's? Yeah. Oh. I, I, I've told people if you go there, you want whatever meat they're grilling in the back. Yeah, I mean, there's no... You want the meat on the yeah, bone. Yes. He yep. does a great... Um, it's a weird thing. Jody doesn't like it. I love it. It's it's like a tuna I don't know, it's tuna and string beans. <laughs> it's just Oh, yeah. Did you have right? You it's about? like yes, tuna I onion. Love that. I yep. mean, it is a bad breath special. <laughs> like you do not want that before you're you're meeting anybody. But yeah, yeah Chicken and Chicken Nulles is a cool place because there's history. Yes, a lot. It was Jared from Town Square that introduced me to Chicken Nellis. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, years ago, he's yeah. like, he's like, you got to try this place, and I, you know, I'm, I think he's a regular there. It's that, um, that it's was great.
1: the seat of power um, in Mercer County. So they were Hamilton all the backroom deals. For, where they had the backroom. They have the backroom, yeah. and that is that is the backroom. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's so great. you know, it's funny because on Friday they don't open until noon, and everybody sits in the parking lot, <laughs> and they wait until the door I love
2: opens. That. But I don't consider that a steakhouse. Would you no. agree?
1: No, no, not a steakhouse. But I got
2: sidetracked on it. the only meal. reason I wouldn't add it to the steakhouse list. That makes sense. Okay, that's fair. But for for meat, yeah. I, I think you're right. The veal. I think if I had the veal chop or the pork chop last time. Mm. Either way, it was just, I mean, I love it. And I love the family style of yep. the apps and the salads. They just don't bring don't it all menu. to the table. Nope, there no I don't think I've ever had a menu there. No, no. They just you just tell them the bread's good. Like the whole thing, it's just authentic. And and you're kind of in a basement. Like it's a it's it's an experience. It's downstairs from the bar, and the bar is so old school. Yeah, I mean the The bar is paneling. I mean it hasn't changed in fifty years.
1: It is well as long as I've been going there. I mean it, which is probably I mean the first time I went there might have been thirty years ago, thirty (laughs) five years ago. (laughs) Wow. And it is no different now than it was then.
2: Yeah, now I want to go. Now I want to go. Yeah, um, and and Pete's son is a big fan of the show. He listens in the morning. Yes, Right? And I always say these poor kids, they're trapped in mom and dad's car, and they're forced to listen to me. And I love (laughs) sometimes speaking to a student group. They're like, oh, I used to have to listen to you. Like, yeah, have to? Is that the operative word?
1: Well, (laughs) because sometimes they would have it on even on the bus. Yeah, I remember people yeah. would come up and say, yeah, yeah I, I, that's what my bus driver had on. We had to listen to you there, guys.
2: There was a school district that tried to ban the drivers from doing it. They I remember so, this. Remember that? They were yes. so angry yep. at me. Yep. They tried it. I, I think they failed. I don't know, but uh, interesting. All right, so uh, your go-to steakhouse in the Garden State. I've named a few. We got it up at the nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. What's your go-to? Let's uh, give a small business a plug. It is Monday, after all. 916 Fast Traffic Instant Weather Next. 923 on New Jersey, 101.5. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. Talking about go-to steakhouses in the Garden State. Where is your... Go to, look, if you want to plug a great restaurant, uh, good too. But I'm, I'm trying to build a list of the great steakhouses. Let's start with Ginger in Hoboken. Morning, Ginger. How are you? Good
8: morning, Sunshine. I'm fabulous.
2: How I- are you? I'm doing great. I'm fresh off the wedding. It's good to be back at work. It was hard to leave the kids because they, like, this is it. They're, they're, uh, they're launched. And it was, what a, what a fabulous time we had over the weekend.
8: Oh, that's awesome. Well, I got to tell you, my favorite steakhouse tell me. is Tavern 5- 519 in Frenchtown, New Jersey. It is amazing. I, you got to go.
2: I, I don't think I've been there. Tavern 519 in Frenchtown? All right. it's on, yep. Oh, it's on County Road 519. All right. Let's it take a look. Oh, County it's like a small place. Yep. I love it. I love the small bar. Oh, all right. Hand, 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 wow. I'm looking. What do you get there? What's your go-to?
8: So, my go to, because I love truffle whipped potatoes, I get mm. the eight ounce filet mignon and it melts in your mouth. And it's got roasted broccolini and like a red wine reduced demiglaze. It is like mouth watering.
2: How and are the so scallops? Good. Have you had the scallops? I'm just looking at them.
8: They're, they're, phen- everything there is phenomenal. My kids will eat the mac, they have mac and cheese. I mean, everything there is so good but my favorite is the filet
2: yeah chef steve looks like a cowboy I love it he's making the signature dish
8: (laughs) yeah and he'll come out and talk to you I mean it's just it's one of those places it's like a it's like a family run restaurant and it's where you like people know your name it's like cheers
2: yeah it's got uh, it looks like it's casual there's outside dining the pictures look fantastic how is the mac and cheese oh come on
5: it's
8: it's so good. I'm telling you, you've got to go. All it right, is like I love it. Every dish that I've ever had, you've got to go. But I, I, I will recommend that eight ounce. you got to try
2: it. All right, I will. I am adding Tavern 519 in Frenchtown to the list. Thank you, Ginger. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you. Everybody else, hang out. Uh, I'll be back after the news. Your favorite steakhouse in the Garden State, 1 800 283 101.5, 926 at the time. Eric Scott's coming back with your news in just a couple minutes. 9.38 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So, Eric, you didn't stay up for the whole Super Bowl, did you? I was in bed uh, before halftime and before the halftime show. I I um, I didn't even know who Usher was. And then I from looking at social media and, and just seeing clips, it just seemed like a boring show. Nobody does a halftime show like Bruno Mars. That was the best one. Remember, Jill? Remember that? It was, Yeah. Favorite. I got accused of having a man crush on him because I praised his halftime show so much. <laughs> that had to be five or six years ago. Yes, baby. He right? was
7: trying to dance like Bruno Mars uh, for days in the studio. Well, I,
2: you know, <laughs> you know, that's uh, sort of the dark secret of the studio, Jill. Let's not let that out. Sh- um, sh- did, you, did you watch
7: it? I got to watch the whole thing because um, I, I was up in bed for like the second half. You
2: got the- to watch it? I, that uh, sounds like I, you were made to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was forced to watch the whole <laughs> damn thing.
7: <laughs> well, me and the dogs were cuddled up in bed, and, you know, so it was yeah. just like, oh, let me just, you know, put the TV on. Just had it on the background. I looked, and I went, whoa, with the, you know, the overtime, and, you know, I was asking yeah. Eric this morning, I'm like, what is that? Is like a separate, a little second football game after, you know, like an well, overtime. Well, how the
2: new rules are, if you score a field goal, the other team gets the ball, but if the first team scores a touchdown, it's over. Uh, see, Right, Eric? Isn't that the... Yes, and that
1: was put in place because of the Bills Chiefs playoff game—the 13 seconds where the Chiefs came back and beat the Bills in overtime, and the Bills never got a chance to never got the ball. ball. Yep, because
2: they kicked field goal. Correct. Wow. So they had to change. Oh, that's interesting. So they changed. I'm okay with that rule. I think because otherwise it's all in the what the coin toss of of whoever has the ball first. Yeah, but then
7: just to watch the confetti fall on the the 49ers. Like, just that's like, it's like I tears. Mean, it was oh, tears I mean, from from heaven. For yeah. Them. So that's the unfortunate part when you have to get up early.
2: Like but did Eric, you have an emotional reaction to the Super? Like I I don't care about either team. No. I thought the picture of uh, Travis Kelsey. I think he's nuts. I mean, he looked like he was in a roid rage. Oh. When he, when he checked, he body-checked yeah. Coach Andy, Andy. Reid. Yeah. And then his craziness at the end, screaming into the mic. I don't know. I just... I, I, I can't yeah. wait
1: for the Taylor Swift breakup song for that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, what's that going to be? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. That would be a good bet over under. I just can't watch either of them. I can't stand either yeah, of them. I so can well, I don't uh, even want to bet with you on that.
1: I, Sandra and I get into an argument when about this all the time. She's like, you just leave Taylor Swift alone. Is I, she a Swifty? I would have. Or no, she won't go that no, far. No, not really. But I mean, it just, I, I guess she liked some of her music. Uh, I had zero opinion. None. Zero opinion on Taylor Swift. Didn't care a whit about it. Yeah. Until she started spoiling football games.
2: Yes. And then. Now you're forced to care. And now, now I hate her. Right. She's ruining it. I I just, I, but I I think a lot of it, it was just, I, I find it over, it's, I don't mind the commercialized part of it. I don't mind big companies buying the naming rights. I don't mind that. I think that's, look, I'd rather it's coming from a private company than it's coming from the government.
1: Right. So I'm fine with that. Yeah.
2: Um, but the, to me, the political overtones, the weird Jesus commercial in the beginning, um, the idea that Pfizer, and we're one of only two countries in the world that allow big pharma to advertise, advertise, right? Us yeah, in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that's not illegal now. And for all we've been through with adverse effects and everything, <sighs> you got a question. I mean, whether you've supported the VAX or not, the mandates, et cetera, I just can't believe it's legal for these big companies like that to advertise.
1: Well, and it's one of the things, I, I mean, <sighs> you've got to probably talk to Charlie the butcher about that. I mean, that must be odd for him to watch TV and see all the all the drug ads. Funny you
2: say that. So the real oddity was even watching the Super Bowl because it comes on at midnight. So oh, Londoners right. are, it's not a, it's just not a thing. It's not a thing. You know, you're you're not staying up all night. I mean, it's, it's I, I'm sure they do. But I it's funny. I asked them about football and one of the guys was telling me um that they're the NFL is desperately trying to make the NFL a thing in Europe. Well, they have um, multiple games. I mean, they did yeah. two. They did
1: one in London and one, yeah, somewhere else in the UK <laughs> yesterday. The, the joke
2: yesterday. around London is it's all the Americans that fly over to go to the game. Correct. Yes. Because Londoners don't care. Like, right. they, like they're like we have football. Well, and right. and it's you know, and what's funny about it is they're they're like. And, it's different because it's very localized. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost old school. You know, you grew up in Buffalo. Buffalo's a small town, really. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a big city, small town. Yep. <clears throat> so you're a fan by virtue of that. I grew up in South Jersey. I was a fan of the Eagles by default. Right. It was cultural. Everybody yep. was, yep. you know, and you really get into it. But the other thing was, we knew... I mean Buddy Ryan, remember Buddy Ryan? Oh, sure. He coached. he went to our church. Yeah. Like these were yeah. you know I knew some of I went to school with a lot of the Flyers players. Yep. You know Bernie Parent's son, great iconic yep. goalie, right? So so it was normal. They weren't this separated celebrity uh, put on some pedestal. Totally well, different the days. Th- I mean
1: that's the thing. I mean even where when my dad had his restaurant, um, you know a couple of the the players for the for the Bills went out and they started an engineering firm. Um, and they opened it up in the same town, that the small town that we grew in. Jerry Butler and his and his partner, Butler was a longtime receiver, come into the restaurant all the time. Yeah, people would leave him alone. You know, Jim Kelly, even at his peak playing days, you know, Bill's Hall of Fame quarterback, he would go snowmobiling in our town and he would stop and have a beer. <laughs> yeah, and you know,
2: I mean, it, just, it there was, I think the, it's how Jack Kemp got elected to Congress oh, without a doubt. Right, he was a normal guy, out, great out. great quarterback. Yep. Yep, and good friends with
1: my dad. I used to play with Kemp's kids. You know when they had their their house in West Seneca. I like Jack Kemp. Uh, he was I worked just, for him in '88. We we worked for him in New Hampshire. He was just oh, a great like guy, him. and he, yeah. you know, he was he loved to still talk football. He, he and my dad never talked politics ever. Never yeah, talked. No, politics. Were they
2: playing together?
1: They did not. I mean, yeah. it was a little the few years separated, but he um he never knew, talked like, politics. Never they never. I
2: believe it. Nope. They would they would talk um. Ice fishing and football. <laughs> just totally different, right? Yeah. And that, now it's... I don't know. The, the celebrity... It's, to me, it's... Ta- I stopped... I got aggravated with the, the the whole kneeling thing and that. And now you've got uh, two national anthems. I just can't. I can't but watch it. But it's the social
1: media it's age, stupid. too. Because you know, you're know you you're made a celebrity on social media. And yeah. then the mainstream media feeds into that and goes, Oh, everybody's... Look at what they're doing on Twitter. or Look at what they're doing on Instagram. Yeah. Look at what they're doing on TikTok. They must be
2: big stars now. And it, it just... And that... that
1: if, if you didn't have
2: that, you
1: wouldn't have
2: No, I, I, I and I think that's why that the Brits love their football. I mean their football is soccer and their yeah. soccer is it's local. These guys are not rock star right. famous. Right. They're not they're actually out there playing and let me tell you. You run that I don't even understand European football. The whole soccer even. idea of yeah. uh, extra time and there's no the clock just continues to yeah, run. It just keeps going, right? I don't under, I don't, <laughs> I have don't understand to figure that it out. at all. But at I don't all. think that'll be a thing here. No. As um, football's not going to be a thing there. I think to, to agree. Brazil next year. I think the uh, Eagles are yes, playing the Eagles their first game the first in Brazil. Game the, yeah, first game of the season
1: is in Brazil. Yep. Just, it'll they be a bunch want of Americans to going. move a team to London. The the NFL That's desperately one, yeah. wants to expand to London.
2: I don't think it happens. I don't think they can sustain I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they've got the ad revenue to do it, so does it really matter? That's what I object to. It's like the fan base doesn't matter as much. The homegrown guys, you don't need a bunch of Londoners. You don't care how you sell those tickets.
1: Well, but it's also priced out of the reach. Of, wow. You know, the well, ever- it's a high price, 85000
2: for a Super Bowl ticket? Yeah.
1: I mean, even the cheap seats before the game were going off at around
2: $11,000. $11,000 for yeah, it's a game. Silly. It's I, just, ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Did you watch Super Bowl last night uh, or were you otherwise engaged? Because I can tell you. The roads are pretty light this morning. I think a lot of people took off today. Should it be a holiday? I say no way. It ought to be a work harder day. 9.46. Fast traffic, instant weather next. arrow. Well played, Dan. Well played. We'll see you tomorrow in the snow. Maybe. We'll see. Think we're going to get snow tomorrow? I hope so. I, uh, I think uh, Dan's forecast is typically spot on. So it's very likely that if he said 6 to 12, get the shovel ready. Get the snowblower ready. Get the guy who does your yard, your lawn, your uh, your driveway, your walkway through the lawn. Get, get him ready because it's coming. I expect I'll be driving in uh, through just a little bit of wet tomorrow. Um, but as I had said earlier, first of all, uh, follow my social media. As you know, I've got a couple of things. One, uh, Instagram at Bill Spadia. And, of course, I've got Pictures of not just the wedding, but also um, all the events that we've been doing over the past few months posted. And if you want to see the behind the scenes of Elizabeth's wedding, go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. So it's all up there. Uh, Yes, to those of you uh, just tuning in because you got stuck with me early because you're waiting for Dennis and Judy. It's fine. Uh, Yes, I did... uh, I did shed a tear. There was a brief tear during the maid of honor, uh, Charlotte, who did just such an outstanding, powerful, emotional toast, walking us back through the memories of uh, the, the kids' childhood. It was just just awesome. And uh, uh, my wife, Jody and I could not be prouder of the kids, the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, uh, our son-in-law, Charlie the Butcher, Daughter Elizabeth and everyone that sent us positive notes, uh, we've got hundreds of them. I'm getting through them, so thank you for your patience on that, and thanks for the well wishes. Guys, have an outstanding rest of your day. I will see you tomorrow, 6 a.m.
0: This is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right on top. It's tricky. It's the Here we go. It's, it's true. to rock. Kinda curly, went to her house and bust her out. I had to leave real early. These girls are really sleazy. All they just say is please me. Or spend some time in rock a rhyme. I said it's not that easy. And
5: listening to the Bill Spadia show on demand don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com
4: New